The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. This is The Motivation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jujiteros Coast to Coast, a podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mat. I'm your boy, Frank, and I want to wish a very special a birthday to our one and only co-host, the mo- hostess with the Moses, Cousin Ant. Happy late birthday, cuz. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for that. Cuz, tell everybody what we're, what we're going to be talking about tonight. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about Masters Worlds 2021 IBJJF Middleweight and Heavyweight Grand Prix. Um, that was also a $20,000 cash prize uh, award for that uh, for that uh, competition. So uh, big money on, on, on the plate. Also, we're going to be talking about some ADCC, uh, the East Coast Trials. But, you know, there, there's some things we've been talking Talking about that, you know, things that we've been uh, contemplating with these trials and what's been going on. So I'm really looking forward to uh, everything that's going to be going on tonight. I feel like the more jujitsu I watch, the more questions I have. And that's exactly what we're talking about right now. So uh, better late than never. I know we're, uh, what are we, a week off from Masters World, two weeks away removed from ADCC East Coast Trials. But shout out to all the competitors. Shout outs to our coach. Awesome friend, Jujitero, friend of the show, Victor Cervantes. Congrats, coach, on your Masters World victories out there. Didn't turn out the way you did, but you put on an awesome performance and gave up some awesome matches to watch. I'm sure your first opponent uh, wants his ankle back. (laughs) He was playing pretty coy for a while, and once he realized what was going on, it was way too late. So uh, shout out once again to Victor snatching ankles out there. Uh, hopefully we can join you on the mats next year. What you think, Cuz? Yeah, definitely, man. Right. I'm looking forward to that. That'd be awesome. That's a, a big goal for us. It's always been up on the board. We are getting older. We're not getting any younger. No matter what <laughs> we try, no matter what we do. So fuck it. We might as well just sign up. So right. next year, let's do it. Like we're saying it right here, right now. 2022 Masters Worlds, Jamaica, Vegas, <laughs> Tokyo. Indonesia, wherever they go, we go to represent. It's on the record. All right. Sealing it here. <laughs> I feel like if we put it on the air, then that's going to hold us accountable. So we're going to have to. No matter what, we're moving up in weight or whatever the fuck we got to do. But we're going to make it happen. Now, do they have a division for older than Masters? Because I'm going to probably be old by the time we get to that one. It's called oldest fuck. Three. <laughs> Sign division me up. Three. Sign we'll me up. Ready. We'll be ready. Uh, so Masters World just finished up, but IBJJF also gave us a treat. They gave us the IBJJF Grand Prix. They gave us a middleweight Grand Prix and a heavyweight Grand Prix. It was invite only. Uh, the middleweight Grand Prix, only four competitors as well as the heavyweight Grand Prix. Middleweight Grand Prix had Hinato Kanuto, 
Tynan Dalpra, Otavio Souza, and Honates Gracie represent. Honates, I want to say, was a late late second replacement for uh, Andy Murasaki, I believe. Um, but dang, he put on a show as uh, Hinato had an opening match up against Tynan. Hinato had a lot on his plate, moving up in weight. But he said, I don't give a F. Coming up from lightweight, he did not care and put his jujitsu on display. But, dude. Tynan is an MFer and he did not come to play around. He brought his best pressure game passing. Uh, he wasn't able to submit Hanato, uh, but he was not in trouble. I want to say he was in control of the match the entire time. Won by points and easily advanced to the finals. Right, cuz? Yeah, definitely. That guy, he, I mean, he just put it out there. He was very calm. He's like, he walked onto the mat and it was just always a calm fluidness about him. Uh, it didn't seem like he was ever really in trouble. Didn't look like he was ever having, um, like everything was on point. His game was on point for the whole, uh, for his uh, runner up and for his final match. Yeah, no doubt. And then on the other side of the bracket, we had uh, Otavio Souza taking on Honates Gracie. Honates gave him all he could, but it just wasn't enough. Otavio seasoned vet. Snatched the victory with points, I want to say, mm-hmm. and ended up facing Tainan and Tainan in the in the finals. And dude, like I just mentioned, man, I didn't think this was gonna happen. I thought Tainan was gonna win just because he's a little bit younger. He's got the newer game. Uh, he's really good at the pressure passing. Otavio's more of a guard player, uh, so it kind of was just set up for him to win. And he was able to not only win, but he was able to pull out a victory by submission. Bow and arrow, I want to say like within four minutes, five minutes of the match. Super surprising. Um, I just recently heard that Tynan's ready to try uh, throw his throw himself into the uh, no-gi realm. And I don't know if he feels he's conquered the, the gi realm yet, but he's like, you know what? I just want to try my... Try this out in Nogi. So I'm, I I can't wait to see what he does in the Nogi round. But dang, Tynan taking home 20K. Otavio Souza, runner-up, taking home 3,000. Not a bad day for doing jiu-jitsu, no matter what. Thank yeah. you guys for putting on the show. Cuz, anything you want to add to that for the middleweight Grand Prix? Yeah, I mean, do you think that because um, he's going to be starting to go into that Nogi and jiu-jitsu, do you think that he's following Sue with Mikey and – you think that maybe you're gonna start seeing a lot more people deciding that like, hey, you know what? I haven't been, I've never done no game, but or I've only done very little, and hey, I'm badass over here. Why not, dude? That is an awesome point that you brought up because for a long time, most jujiteros dominated in either gi or the no gi. So, for example, uh, let's just bring up one of the last men that dominated forever, Bushesha. Bushesha dominated the gi scene forever, but he wasn't quite able to do the same thing in no gi. He tried dominating in ADCC. He tried the no gi. He tried, but he just wasn't able to do that. You know, I don't, I mean, other than maybe Marcelo Garcia back in the day who dominated in gi but, and was also to dominate in no gi, I, I don't really know of too many people. Kron Gracie, mm-hmm. uh, super good in both gi and no gi. Um, Gosh, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. I'll think about it overnight, and in the middle of the night, I'll wake my wife up and be like, <laughs> "I forgot to mention." So, and then she'll be like, "Shut up and go to sleep, you son of a." 
But that's another argument for another night. Or maybe you can catch my comedy show on Wednesday night, and I might give you some more info on that. But, but, but uh, you're right, man. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm super happy to hear that that uh, Tynan's going to dip his toes into the Nogi realm, and I'm excited to see what he does. Hopefully he can make a splash in the Nogi realm just like he did in the Gi game, uh, but we'll just have to wait and see, you know? Right. Um, heavyweight Grand Prix. Lot of talk going down right now oh, with what's yeah. going on. Uh, we had four competitors: Victor Hugo, Gustavo Batista, Muhammad Ali, and Felipe Andrew. Muhammad Ali? He's I thought he got one for boxing to MMA or to jiu-jitsu? Bro, there's more than one. Oh there's more than one. Oh. Muhammad Ali, uh awesome competitor, been in the game for a minute, coming from uh Lloyd Irvin, IBJJF, old school. Victor Hugo, Gustavo Batista. Dude, we had some really good matches, but one guy was not messing around, mm -hmm. and that is Victor Hugo. Advancing all the way to the finals, submission after submission, including a submission in the finals against Muhammad Ali. What can we say? Was it a, a clean sub? Was it a dirty sub? So many people have so much to say about this. Cause what do you think? Was it a clean ankle lock? Was it a uh, 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 ankle lock slash heel hook? Was there a knee twerk? Was there? Uh, I don't even know. Was there some dirtiness going on in the air that night? Well, I don't know. I mean, when I first saw the match, I replayed it a couple times, and at first, uh, from the angle of just watching the match, it looked like, hey, you know what? Why? You know, it didn't look right. It didn't look right. But I think when we got the the second angle from the replays, and you got to see it from the other, the, literally the other side of the mat, that's when you really could see what was going on there. And it went from looking like a heel hook or a possible, you know, this verbal, and I use that in, in quotations, this verbal submission, uh, going to uh, look like, a finally like a crazy new version of a, a heel hook and that's what it really looked like to me um after you know kind of going over it multiple times you know what do you think you know this brings to mind this brings to light the fact that what do you guys think what do you think about verbal submissions you know what or actually i mean i can see a verbal submission as somebody actually saying i tap mm -hmm. or i give up but just Mommy. just screaming out loud, just ah, you know. I mean, I don't know. Like, I say that in the morning when I get up. Why am I? <laughs> I'm not tapping to the morning. Every day when we wake up, our bones pop. <laughs> we make noises. Does that mean we're submitting to life? Hell no. Never. God damn. I don't think so. Right. So I mean. It's in the rules, you know, if you do let out a screen, that could be considered a verbal submission. I mean, ask Craig Jones. He lost to our boy Mason Fowler like that by a verbal submission. And he, I mean, Mason was just cranking a, a face crank, but that was enough to make Craig scream, grunts, yell in pain. Who knows? But the ref called the match right then and there, and that was the end of the match. It's in the rules. You couldn't complain about it. I mean, at least in that rule set, in this, and we're talking about submission underground. A few months later, Mason was able to capitalize and get a full submission and actually get uh, Craig Jones to tap. So 
fuck you, Craig Jones. <laughs> um, but again, man, you know, verbal submission. Ah, I don't know whether it's Craig Jones out. or not. I, I, I think I'm with you, cuz. I think they should take that out. What do you guys think out there? Should they take that out? Should that be written into everything? I mean, what if you smash your opponent's balls? Does that mean you got him to sub to submit? If not, hey, that might be my new strategy. No. I don't know. Guess we're winning worlds next year. We're fine. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for Masters Worlds. Well, because before you before you finish, I also want to give a shout out to a good friend, a friend of mine. Um, her and her husband have been doing jujitsu for a long time. Uh, and she actually went to Worlds, uh, had uh, three matches, didn't score, not one point was scored on her for all her matches. Uh, purple belt, Damn. Angela Lecce, congratulations. You did a great job out there. Uh, all your matches, they, you know, they were, they were awesome. You were on point, taking care of it, doing it. And, you know, congratulations. Uh, purple belt took gold at uh, Masters and just want to give a shout out to them and all her hard work. Hey, congratulations. Uh, hopefully you can find some time in your day and join us on the show, talk some jujitsu. But again, Congratulations uh, and amazing job. Amazing job. Can't wait to hear from more from you. Next up, cuz, what we got? ADCC East Coast Trials. My God, what a fucking show, dude. What a show. Uh, I want to say this is on the schedule. This is the only North American trials that we're going to have. Oh, wow. Usually we get an East Coast and a West Coast. I've heard rumors that there's there might be a West Coast trial, but uh, I've looked. I don't see anything on the schedule. Uh, we do have until next. When is next ADCC? Is it November, September, twenty twenty two? I think it's uh, November. November. Okay. November. So we got a little bit of time. I know in early twenty twenty two they are having the ADCC South American South American trials, um, and I did hear that Ty Rudolo throwing his name into that one. So I'm not sure if he's going into the same weight class as his brother Cade, who just uh, qualified for for that. Um, but we'll get into that right now. We'll talk about all the winners, all the surprises, all the amazing matches, people that surprised us, and just watching ADCC. Let's 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 just talk about this right now because this goes for everybody. Right. Whether you're in ADCC, whether you're a white belt, blue belt, purple belt. You're in jiu-jitsu world league competitions. You're in grappling acts. You're fighting your stepdad in the basement. It don't <laughs> even matter. Hopefully you got I'm, – I'm sorry, Charlie. Nobody – all right. My dog's upset. He doesn't want anybody finding stepdads out there. All right, dude. We're not going to fight stepdads. Only IBJJF rules. And in every jiu-jitsu competition that we know of, a takedown – is only worth how many points, cuz? It's only worth two points. Two points. So think about what you do in jujitsu. Think about a sweep, two points, and a takedown, two points. Which one is harder to get? In my opinion, a takedown by far. What do you, what would you say, cuz? Well, I mean, I think that really depends on your background. I think that really depends on your background. You have a lot of wrestlers or people with a wrestling background, and takedowns are are easy for them. You know, jujitsu is, you know, has been dabbling with it. It's been, you know, seeing it more and more, but you're not seeing it for your everyday. You see a lot of what we call butt scooters or people that are just taking guard. 
True that. I pray to the day that someday I get matched up with a two-stripe white belt in an ADCC trial, uh, and I'll fucking double eight the shit out of that motherfucker. <laughs> but I love me some takedowns, man. I love standing up. I love that the match starts standing up. Um, I wasn't a high school wrestler. I have zero wrestling experience. All my wrestling comes from jujitsu. Shout out to everyone who's ever uh, helped me with my wrestling game. That's uh, John Salters. That's uh, Jason Kraft, Victor Cervantes, uh, Booby out there. Anybody that showed me any kind of takedowns, thank you guys so much. Uh, but I feel that I have enough wrestling to to survive, not necessarily to to impose on anybody, but I do have enough to that if I do need a takedown, I do need a two quick points, I do need to get this fight or this match to a position where I could impose my game plan, I feel confident enough to stand up and be able to score two points. And is it easy? Hell no, it's never easy. You guys know once the match starts, everyone's going 1,000% retard strength, no matter what. Uh, but if you got a little bit of wrestling, man, it, it can pay off. And if you got some excellent technique, you got some great strategies, you don't necessarily have to go 1,000%. You can fake a snap down, someone's going to react. They're going to pop up. You might have grab an easel, an easy uh, ankle pick. You might have a quick single leg there. You might pretend to, to pull guard and they're going to pop down. And next thing you know, again, ankle pick, double leg, single leg, who knows, but they're, they're always there. Those opportunities are, are there to score a quick two points. But I don't know. We were talking earlier because, and I just felt that, a takedown is a whole lot harder. Most people just would rather hit the hit their butt to the mat and just start on the ground. Um, but I think it's really it, you know, it's really almost taught now. I think it's almost like it's people's game plan because if you have somebody who's stronger in takedowns and can get those points and use that, you're never gonna get it if they're already on their back. True. And they spend their the whole time. So I, I think that. You know, there should be whether they change the point or make it to where, hey, you know what? You have to stay in this position or you're going to get penalized for going straight to the ground. You know, I think that it's kind of like and I, we talked about it earlier, you know, the whole uh, leg lock game in the beginning. You know, leg locks weren't really, you know, anything with the feet or anything was kind of not talked about, not really done. And then Super all taboo. Sudden, yeah. And then all of a sudden now it's like. That's the thing. And everybody's on board with it. And yeah, those are points, you know, it's, those are points there uh, for submissions and stuff like that. And you're equal, you know, because if you're on the mat, you, there's ways to do the submission, but there's also ways to defend the submission. Same, you know, with takedowns and stuff, you're almost taking that away. You're, you're almost not allowing the other person, you know, uh, to, in, uh, to have their game plan. If it's, you know, takedowns or if that's, part of it if there's plan on getting those points i really feel like it's a, almost a disservice to to it i mean you need it we talk about it you know and creating space or you know getting up and getting away and everything why are you going to get up and get away if you can't you know utilize that as your points i think it's really just taken away yeah i i, I agree with you man i feel like someone like the match starts and someone can just sit down on their ass and there's half of your game plan out the window because they just literally sat their ass down on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, and if your jujitsu is on point, that's normal. That's if, fine, right? Right. You're going to play mean, to your strength. But if your jujitsu is on point, I mean, cares? If, who cares? You know, 
Um, but also at the same time, if your jujitsu is on point, then you shouldn't be afraid of standing getting taken down and getting taken down. You know that you got a sweep that's yeah. going to get you right back. Because, on top. yep, you that's know that, true. hey, you know what? If I end up on my back or I end up on the bottom, or whatever, I, my jujitsu is on point, then I know how to get out of it. That's true. You know, that's true. There have been plenty of times where I've just felt like, oh, I got a, I got this sweep in my back pocket. So I don't give an F if I get taken down. And if I get taken down, I know I have that sweep to pop out and it's going to get me right back up to my feet. Or you give it some on your back, which you're like, hey, you know what? I know exactly. I feel comfortable here. I feel comfortable getting in a turtle, giving someone my back. And then because I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that or I have, you, you know, a plan. Yeah, you have a plan. Part of your plan, game plan.